0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Simply Shantae, where in this episode we will explore the power of energy and mindset in our daily lives. I'm your host, Jaleesa Shantae, and today's episode is all about a simple but transformative principle, stay away from the unhappy and the unlucky. Now, have you ever read the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene? If not, I highly, highly suggest it. And we're going to be talking about Law 10 today, which is entitled Infection, Avoid the Unhappy and the Unlucky. A little excerpt from this particular law states that the unfortunate sometimes draw misfortune onto themselves. They will also draw it onto you. Associate with the happy and fortunate instead. It's often said that we become the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So how does the energy of others impact our own lives and why should we be mindful of the company we keep? To kick things off, let's talk a little bit about energy dynamics. Our emotions, thoughts, and attitude carry a certain type of energy and this energy can impact those around us. Positive energy attracts positive experiences while negative energy can lead to complication and adversities. It's just not about our own energy, though. The energy of people we surround ourselves with can also influence our lives in significant ways. Have you ever noticed how spending time with certain individuals either leaves you feeling uplifted or drained? Now, how do we identify negative energy? It's not always as obvious as we may think negative energy can manifest in various ways such as constantly complaining a pessimistic outlook or general sense of unhappiness every time you talk to somebody they always say always got something going on so let's identify signs of unhappy people as stated by the website skilled at life one sign would be seeing the negative in every situation This person is portrayed as pessimistic. Every time you talk to them, they never have anything good to say, nor do they ever want to hear any good news. Now tell me, do you know somebody like that in your personal life right now? Do you? Chances are probably probably yes. (laughs) Some may call them a negative Nancy, perhaps. Skilled Life states, to break this cycle, learn to catch yourself when you start to have negative thoughts. Not everything that happens to us in our lives is necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes we may have to experience things to learn a lesson or to get to another phase in our lives. Like, in order to grow, you have to go through some things sometimes. It's just a part of life. Another instance of, you know, someone who may be considered unhappy would be somebody who complains too much. And I feel like most people complain about something in their life, but excessive complaining contributes to a negative and pessimistic mood. Shifting your perspective and limiting venting time can help with getting over this. I personally like to think of it as if you're not actively doing something to fix the issue, what is the point of complaining anyway? If you're not going to do anything about it, it's really no point of always feeling down or sad about it. Either do something about it or just be quiet. like my grandma used to say. (laughs) Another instance of someone who is most likely unhappy is somebody who is constantly feeling jealousy or envy. This can come from the desire to want what others have, a comparative nature, fear of loss, etc., To break this habit, try to understand the root cause. Reflect on the underlying reason for your feelings. Are they triggered by a sense of competition, insecurity, or unmet desires? Understanding the root cause can help you address the issue more effectively. And another instance would be someone who always feels like they are the victim. Every time you talk to them, it's always an issue with wondering why they didn't get this or why this didn't happen for them, which sometimes may come from jealousy. It happened for them. Why can't it happen for me? You, They feel like they're always being treated unfairly or wronged. And skills at life states that they feel any misfortune that takes place in their lives is not their fault and never the result of any decision or action that they have taken. Overcoming a victim mentality often involves developing resilience, taking responsibility for one's actions, and seeking solutions rather than dwelling on perceived injustices. These are just a few signs that it might be time to reassess the energy exchanges in our lives. The book does go on to say that some may have extenuating circumstances that may call for support and assistance, while others they tend to bring habit onto themselves so the question becomes how do we recognize these signs and more importantly what can we do about it one of the key strategies in managing our energy is setting boundaries this is something that i had to do for myself personally some may say this doesn't mean shutting people out but rather being intentional about the kind of energy we allow in our lives it's about creating a space that nurtures our own well-being Others, like me, may choose the route of just shutting people out. I felt like allowing people to see how I really felt about things would somehow allow them to have some power over me. I never wanted to feel like I was vulnerable or so that I have any type of emotions about things. i just rather keep it to myself. And sometimes I felt like they should know what they did or they know why I'm cutting them off. And while it may be true that some, sometimes people know exactly what they are doing, I realized that addressing it was not for them, but it was for me. So I wouldn't be sitting here thinking about what I should have said, you know, just wondering why well, I should have did this. I should have done that. I just had to give myself time to allow myself to feel my emotions and move on. And I do feel like there were people in my life that needed to be shut out while others, they didn't deserve that. And at the time, that was my way of coping. That was my coping mechanism. I'm just cutting you off completely. Now I would say I like to find a happy medium. I'll tell you about how I feel and move accordingly. If I feel that it's a bond that can be saved, it will be. If not, I'm just going to move forward. But how do we set these boundaries without causing harm or isolation? Let's explore some practical tips for establishing healthy boundaries. The main thing would be clearly communicating your boundaries to others. And I found this hard to do at first as I often felt my feelings were invalidated in my past. But to people who do not value feelings in the first place, that leaves little to expect. This is also why it's important to evaluate relationships. Assess your relationships and determine if they respect your boundaries. If a relationship consistently disregards your limits, it may be necessary to reevaluate its impact on your well-being. Explaining why the company you keep is so important. And I also had to start taking accountability and realizing that I put myself into situations always trying to be the fixer. So how can I necessarily become so upset and down about a situation I have no business being in in the first place? I felt like changing someone to be the person I felt like they could be would be satisfying to me, making me feel like I have a sense of control. When in reality, it was the complete opposite. I mean the complete opposite. But like I said, that was something I had to learn and go through in order to understand that. So I don't regret it at all. And why it's not healthy or fair to completely avoid someone who is going through difficult times or experiencing unhappiness, there are situations where maintaining certain boundaries or choices about your social circle can be beneficial. Here are some considerations. Some things that you may feel, you know, while you are around these certain people or situations, one topic would be energy drain. Constant exposure to negativity or persistent unhappiness can sometimes be emotionally draining. It's essential to be mindful of how the emotional energy of others can impact our own well-being. See me, that's why you won't find me in certain places anymore because my energy does not agree with it. I used to think I was a little antisocial, but then once I got older, I just realized that I didn't like certain things as much as I used to. I was on a different vibe and just being around certain energies, it just didn't sit right with me at all. It also can take a toll on our mental health. Consistently engaging with individuals who are deeply unhappy or negative can potentially impact our own mental health. It's important to strike a balance, ensure that your relationships contribute positively to your overall well-being. Something like, I would listen to people, but it's like, I'm not a psychiatrist. It's like, I don't know if you may think that the advice I'm giving you is good advice, but it's like... I don't know if this advice is good. I'm just telling you how I feel about the situation or what you should necessarily do. But I'm not a psychiatrist. I mean, you would have to talk to somebody or a therapist or somebody who can point you in the right direction of where you need to go. I can just give you a guesstimate of what I would do in a situation, but I can't necessarily guarantee that that's accurate and that's the correct thing that you should be doing. So I had to step away from situations like that. I just had to step away. Something else would be personal responsibility. Recognize that everyone is responsible for their own well-being. While you can offer support and encouragement, you can't continue to try to control someone else's happiness or solve all of their problems, which was an issue that I had. I would feel myself absorbing the energy from allowing myself to be in certain environments, feeling down, sad, even depressed about something I may not even be personally experiencing. But my empathetic nature that I have, I would always be worrying about the feelings of others and not even paying attention to my own feelings or how I feel about things or what I have going on because I'm worried about if somebody else is okay. Which leads me to personal growth, surrounding yourself with individuals who are focused on personal growth and positivity can be conductive in your own development and well-being setting boundaries allowed me the time I needed to focus on my own personal growth I was starting to be able to fix my own setbacks by actually concentrating on them focusing on everybody else and you know trying to help them with their problems I couldn't even try to focus on my own now on the other hand positive energy is like a magnet for good things. It can lead to personal growth, improved relationships, and a more fulfilling life overall. It focuses on the bright side of life and expects positive outcomes. But how do we cultivate and maintain a positive mindset? Now, I can tell you where it started for me personally. And yes, I know everybody's story won't be the same. But for me, plain and simple, I started picking up that Bible. And I feel like I have been slacking here lately. I'm going to call myself out. I'm not even going to lie. And I know that I'm not the poster child of what a Christian should be. But I feel like I'm being myself in the relationship that I have with Jesus. I will get to where he wants me to be, not where man wants me to be or thinks that I should be. And I know once I started reading repeatedly, I could see and feel the changes in my life. I stopped stressing out so much about things. I began to enjoy my life way more. I started to experience new things and I stopped being so hard on myself. I used to feel like I always had to try to be perfect due to my fear of failure, fear of judgment, and my own self-worth. One day I just realized it was just super unrealistic and the only person holding me up to these standards was myself and I missed out on opportunities in my life feeling like I wasn't ready or not prepared enough when those opportunities were bought to me for just being myself in the first place. The compassion that I had for others I had to give it to myself I also had to learn to celebrate my small wins. I stopped referring to them as small wins and took credit in the fact that a win is a win, (laughs) which which is important to keep momentum going. It's like if you feel like you're successful and, you know, things are going good for you, you'll want to keep going. You'll want to keep striving, doing more, learning more. I also took the time to prioritize self-care and make time for activities that real charge me this reinforces the importance of well-being self-care looks different for everyone so do what you feel whether it's massages facials and or even some good r&r or visiting one of your favorite places and me i like all of that especially visiting one of my favorite places you want to go somewhere you want to go on a trip that is fine with me i'm gonna get this good r&r and i'm gonna give me some massages and facials while we on this trip too <laughs> last but not least though i had to trust my instincts I had to learn to pay attention to how I feel in different situations. If something feels off or uncomfortable, it's a signal to reassess and potentially set a boundary. And a lot of times I feel like I went through things in my life knowing I shouldn't even be in the situations that I was in, but I didn't set that boundary. I never set that boundary, so now that I know how to set boundaries and I'm doing that, I've have, have experienced just a such a more positive lifestyle, and I thoroughly enjoy my life so much more. So here are signs of positive people. Positive people usually they tend to have a lot of optimism. They uh, maintain an optimistic outlook on life they focus on the positive aspects of situations anticipate favorable outcomes and view challenges as opportunities for growth I know sometimes like if things wouldn't go my way I would be kind of like upset about it but now it's just like oh it wasn't supposed to work out something else is going to happen and if you know if something else doesn't happen at least I learned from the situation so that's how I try to look at things a lot more now because it just it's just, I don't feel so stressed out, I would say. You know, just being optimistic, like, oh, well, it didn't happen. Well, maybe it happened next time. So I really enjoy that, being more optimistic. Another one would be resilience, which is the ability to bounce back from setbacks and challenges. These people demonstrate resilience by adapting to adversity, learning from experiences, and maintaining a positive attitude, even in the face of difficulties. Another one would be having gratitude, having a sense of gratitude for the good things in our lives, no matter how small. Like I was talking about small wins. I don't look at them as small wins. A win is a win, baby. Just be happy. (laughs) I appreciate and acknowledge positive aspects of my life and things that are going on. And I'm just thankful. I'm just so thankful. Finding purpose and meaning, having clear goals, pursuing activities that align with our values, and finding a sense of fulfillment in our aspirations. And also, encouragement. Positive people are often sources of encouragement for others. They uplift those around them, offer support, and provide motivation during difficult, difficult times. So, it's so important. To stay away from the unhappy and the unlucky so that you'll be able to have, you know, these positive characteristics and attributes about yourself. From the insightful words of Robert Greene's 48 Laws of Power to recognizing signs of negative energy in ourselves and others, we've journeyed through the importance of setting healthy boundaries. Remember, it's not about shutting people out. It's about being intentional with our own lives. Know Know the signs of unhappy people and the potential impact on your mental health. Understand the need for personal growth, responsibility, and fostering good relationships. Whether whether it's through rediscovering faith, celebrating our wins, or prioritizing self-care, the journey towards a positive mindset is unique for each of us. Trust your instincts, pay attention to how you feel in different situations, and be intentional about fostering positive vibes and positive energy in your life. See you next time. Same time, same place. Jaleesa Shante signing out. Bye.